Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. And by the title, it's time we have this Romans 13 conversation. I've done multiple podcasts on it. It's a very hot topic, especially now. And it's, it is something that I dread because it brings out the worst in people um, with their opinions. And man, it's, this, this is one of the, the easiest chapters to be able to tell where somebody's heart is. Are you in the cares and affairs of this world? Or do you serve your king? And it's all, I mean, it's, it's straight down the middle. It's no, God does not share. That's the whole thing. He's, he's a jealous God. You, you, you give to Caesar what is Caesar's and what you have to, but you give God your full self, your everything to him. That means everything, every part of you. There is nothing more than you want than the Lord. Nothing else matters than being with, you, you want to be in his presence. And it's simply where you, you, you have to get. And you are doing what you have to do, loving. I mean, that's part of it, loving. Okay, we, just because we talk about a principle of something, you can't just come in with, well, but what if, but what if, we'll address some of those. Okay, but we have to, at the end of the day, the Lord has to be our ultimate goal whether it be by death or rapture. This is the only thing that we care about. That's it. And that's where our service lies. So it, it, it doesn't lie in anything of the cares and affairs of this life. In reality, we have to live in them. We have to work in them. We have to remain subject to them. Okay, but you still have to understand that God has your full attention, not the world. So you're not concerned about what the world's doing. You don't want to offend the world. You don't want to go out of your way to disobey the world. You don't want to go out of the way, you know, this means breaking the law. This means, you know, doing all these things. I think it's fairly self-explanatory. I don't think I really need to go on with reasons and reasons. The things that we don't do. Okay, but we have the word of God is our law. The word of God should line up with, you know, how, how we're living our lives, and especially in society, but it doesn't always. And that's where this, and this is this, this problem that, uh, you know, you were, you, I, I was trying to get across in, in previous podcasts to get people to understand that, okay, so now we're in the situation in, in our world and we're in America. So we're dealing with the Biden presidency now. And, but before we had Trump and everything was great. So now that we don't have, we have somebody that we don't like, we don't want to, say these these good things about him we want to go ahead and just tear it down and act like that we just we just disobey this 
And that's that's the problem. Is that's not what we're supposed to do. The problem is, is we're not supposed to care. Okay, being subject to does not mean be all up in and involved in and think that you have some sort of of right to have things go your way, Christian. We were never, ever promised that we would have freedoms and rights and, and different things. And many countries and Christians in other countries still don't have those things. And there's, I mean, Christian persecution is rising like crazy. The numbers are insane. I tried to point this out to somebody that tried to tell me that the end wasn't coming soon. I'm like, we're already in the end. What are you trying to tell me? No, these uh, persecution has risen. So, I mean, we are in, we are in some pretty interesting times. So we're not, as Christians, we're not guaranteed these luxuries that we have in this country. And our, how we go about, you know, how we deal with these things and feel what they say, it's, it's a very important conversation to be had right now in our, our Christian circle because, yes, this is where Romans 13 is true, literally. Let every person be subject to governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. And then in verse 2, therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good, in verse 4. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. All right. So there's a principle there that for us Christians... If you were going to be consistent here, you've got to apply this to the Biden presidency. And all those things that you were trying to, to take Romans 13 and say, well, Trump was president and even just Jeff Sessions when he was our attorney general. I mean, this is one of the first things that, that conservatives want to pull out. You know, whenever you, you want to question anything that they're doing or anything like that. Hey, Romans 13 says a big government. Okay, I'm going to remind you of that when it's somebody that you don't like. And now we're in that boat. We're in that boat with a Biden presidency. And I'm in this boat with you. I mean, it's it's people mistake me all the time for just being, you know, a, a Biden loving Trump hater. That's not the case. I don't like either of them. And I'd rather not have to get involved so much into politics. I don't. I, I mean, I, I've been interested in it for years. Or, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I mean, it's been in my family. But ever, so ever since I've been a kid, it's been, you know, part of my life in one way or another. But at this point, with what I am spending my time doing now in ministry, this is something that I'd you know rather not have to to go over. But it seems that 
um, whether it be, you know, questions or, or misunderstandings or just things that, you know, are, are out there. I mean, there's certain topics that circle all of the Christian circles and podcasts and different things like that. <clears throat> and this happens to be one of them. And I, this is one of them that they don't, it's rarely do people get it right. There are, have been a few really good ones that I've heard, but rarely do they get it right. Usually it's, it's, you know, completely breaking it down uh, from the conservative side. And now these people want to say, well, you know, that, that, that can't always be true. What, what do you mean? If he's God's servant, how does that work? If by like, this doesn't make sense. And, that's kind of the point. And yes, these governments are instituted by God and you have to understand that. And guess what? We get the leaders that we deserve, that we choose. And this is a point that I was trying to make throughout this whole time that Trump was president and all. I said, this is not a good thing. This is going to come back to bite you. It's going to bite you hard. And it did. And now Not only that, but we we have conditioned society in the world now against us. So now the larger opinion, whether you want to admit it or not, steal or no steal, the larger opinion leans more on a liberal side. And guess what? Even the Republicans, even these loudmouth Republicans who are defending Trump on, on the Senate floor and all these things like that, even they have had very questionable policies. People do not pay attention to these things. You think, okay, he's Republican, he's defending Trump, he must be, um, you know, against abortion and, yeah, pro-life and all these. That's not the case. Republicans have been more of an issue than the liberals. I mean, that that whole mess is unfolding on its on its own. It doesn't need any help. I mean, that when you have men dressing as women and this is in your cabinet, like this, that that can run, evil can run on its own. I mean, we've always, uh, that, that's always been a problem, but that was never something that would have been acceptable in our American society. It's something that completely blatantly blasphemes the Lord. But now it's something that's completely acceptable. And if you say anything against it, you're wrong, you're a hater, you're a bigot. And, and all of a sudden you want to, you know, somehow murder other people. And, and that's exactly how it turns back to bite you. And this is all stuff that, again, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, this is what I said. This is what I told you. No, this is I'm staying consistent and saying the same message throughout this whole thing. This has nothing to do with going backwards. This has to do with saying, yeah, you know what? This doesn't mean that you have to obey every single action that comes against you that goes directly against God. If there, if, if you feel some way that you can, you, you can get in your local, you know, if there's something that can happen, if you feel that voting or, 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 you know, getting involved in, in local politics will help, you know, fix, 
some blatant issue that directly goes against God and you feel the Lord is leading you to, then okay. Um, but don't use Romans 13 as your guide for saying, well, this is why I stand up and this is why I do it. Because that's not what Paul's point is here in Romans 13. The thing is, is we have to understand the background to Romans before we can even begin to interpret something like this. Because if we take a face read at Romans 13 here, this doesn't make sense. Because you're calling Kim Jong-un good. You're calling Hitler good. You're calling Stalin good. You're calling all these different leaders that have been just horrible dictators throughout history you're saying that these people have only they're not a terror to to bad to to good conduct it's all to bad it was all bad people it was you know so that stuff doesn't make sense if you if you take that at a, at a face read and i'm going to tell you right now this is one of the things that atheists will come and attack they'll look at, how does this make sense so he's saying to worship God and then worship your authorities too because he's doing God's will? Like, how does that make? It does not make sense. <laughs> so that's where you have to get some sort of context to it. If you go back to the first, I mean, Paul, this, this letter to the Romans was written by the Apostle Paul to believers in Rome, to an already established church in Rome. Okay, this was this was written. Eh, it was probably written somewhere around mid late fifties A.D. under the Emperor Nero. If you know your history, Nero was a pretty bad guy, especially to the Jews and Christians. I mean, he, he it's it's debated people's opinion about him and whatnot or anything, but. He was a bad guy. So if Paul is writing to Christians in Rome, how does this make sense when, you know, this guy is literally setting Christians on fire? This, this term we get, Roman candle that we have that's so famous in our American society. You know, we all know what Ameri the 4th of July Roman candles, we all know what that is. You know what a real Roman candle was? It was a burning Christian. He would line the streets with Christians, burn them alive. So how does what Paul is saying, how does, how does that reconcile? How do you reconcile that? You reconcile that by reading the whole chapter. And before we do that, you go back to understanding that one big understanding that gets missed here that I've only heard one other Bible teacher mention, maybe two, but one thing that gets left out here is the fact that this was a dangerous time for Christians to be sending anything that would be seemingly going against Caesar. This letter, these things wouldn't make it to its destination. 
the Romans were worse than the North Carolina Highway Patrol. I mean, they were everywhere on the way to everywhere and stopped and searched everybody in everything, especially Christian. I mean, it was it was a it was a rough time. You didn't want to have anything that would seemingly go against the Roman government, especially if it was, like I said, something that you wanted to get to its destination. Okay, so understanding that in the first century, there was political uprisings everywhere because the Jews, there has always been a group of Jews that was very, very upset by Roman occupation. They'd been upset for a few hundred years because we had just gone through the Maccabean Rebellion before Jesus' time and before the first century and all this, a few hundred years before that. Just gone through the, the Maccabean Rebellion and they, where they took over the temple and they, they completely threw out all of the defilements of the temple that Antiochus Epiphanes and, and they had done. And I mean, these guys were ready to fight. And their families kept that zeal. Jews were very, like I said, there's always been a very, very group of very, very zealous Jews that's ready to fight for, for what, what's the Lord's. It's unfortunately, they're very lost at the moment, but that's a different podcast. But they were everywhere. And especially around Jesus' time, we hear Jesus mention it. We see, we, you know, we see, um, you know, different in, in different people. It's worded wrong in the New Testament Gospels a few times, but a few of these dealings that we have that people are called criminals and, and thieves and, and just in different things like this, a lot of their a lot of their crimes were against Rome directly. They were just false accusation against Rome for these political uprisings and things like this. So that's, they were supposed to do what they had to do, pay their taxes, move along, just to get Rome off your back. That's what, that, that's what the deal, I mean, you're not supposed to, this isn't, we don't come and, and bring the kingdom with force. That's not what we do. That's not what the Lord commissioned us to do. That's a false American gospel that you believe that, that tells us that we bring God's kingdom here in this, to this earth. That's, not, that's, that's a false teaching, and that's really what affects your understanding here of this chapter is it's not our job to do this by force at all. This is this. I I did a podcast speaking about this, uh, the Paula White prayer podcast, talking about this new apostolic reformation and how the seven mountain mandate and all these different things, how they believe that it's their job to get involved in politics and we bring the kingdom in through politics and education and eventually we'll Christianize the world. And then Jesus will come back. That's a false teaching. It's dangerously false. 
And that's what skews a lot of your understanding with this. And I'm waiting for... I do have to acknowledge that there is a legitimate argument. And I, 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 this will be a different podcast for a different time because I have a different subject in mind here. But there is a form of teaching that says that God's kingdom here is on earth and we we do make it better that is not completely heretical. Okay, I, I have to acknowledge that, that there is. But that's very few and far between the people that have that and the teachings that are out there because the teachings that are out there are completely false, most of them, and a lot of them completely heretical. Some of them are, I, I've, I've literally seen maybe one or two that I have respected that I said, okay, this is where I believe that we can differ. And I don't believe that you are attacking it. I believe that you are trying to do, um, I don't believe that you're so in love with the world that you're so drowned out by Christ, you know, or, or so drowned out by the world that you can't see Christ. You know, so, but that's, that's not in, in large what, what we see out there. So, this is, though, where the dangers of this come from. And we see people and our, our loved ones defending the, the capital attack. And, you know, um, who, people who want to uh, keep going on about, you know, the fraudulent election. I mean, you know, the whole thing is, is, is a scam, is a joke. It's the world. It's Satan's. It's Satan's playground. It's the Lord who's in ultimate control. Satan has influence over these leaders, and and unfortunately, his judgment. You're going to get the leaders that you deserve. So you're going to get these childish leaders. These leaders that have and act like they're lost and confused and have dementia. I mean. That's that's what you get, and Satan is going to influence them, and is going to use them. It's an it's a judgment. God gave you up to your own desires. This is something that the nation has been crying out for, has been wanting, has been begging for, on both sides. Because you didn't want to fix a lot of these issues with sense, you wanted to be angry and haughty and boastful and this is how we do it but then on the other side it's just completely got out of control i mean there's 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 just really no way to stop the fire that's going on right now so that's what's not saying that we don't do good that's where i don't you know i don't want any anybody misunderstanding what i'm saying but Reading the whole chapter in context, this tells you exactly what the point of this is and why Paul is even writing what he's writing. You don't need anybody to interpret it. We can let Scripture do that. He continues in verse 5. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. 
because of this, you also pay taxes for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. In verse 9, for the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong. It does no wrong. We have to remember that. And before I go and continue reading verse 10, we have to understand that Jesus never called us to be political zealots. That's, that's not what we are supposed to. We do not bring the kingdom by force. We stand up for God when he, he, well, I'll get to that. But love, love does no wrong. Love is not an a any part of what we see, especially in the Christian circles today. Argument. I, I mean, we, like we can we can let go down the list of things that 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 it does, but it it love does not describe one of them. Okay, but continuing in verse ten. So verse ten, love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know that the time, the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime. Not in orgies and not in drunkenness. Not in sexual immorality and sensuality. Not in quarreling and jealousy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Okay. Do what you're supposed to do for the Lord. This has nothing to do with being involved in the cares and the governments and the politics of this world. You're supposed to be subject to them. Okay, we don't have this, this claim of, you know, I can, I can go and I, I force the kingdom on you and I force my belief. It doesn't work like that. No, you don't. You definitely don't lay down and disobey the Lord when it comes to it. But if you're minding your own business... And just doing what you're supposed to do. How is this affecting you? How is this affecting you in your own home? In society? You know, I mean, what, how, how does it? Until it reaches your doorstep, in which it might. We have plenty of 
And, and that's one of the things that I've been saying is we're at a point in our life now where it, it does. And we Christians how now do have to start asking ourselves these questions. Well, wait a minute. If I'm supposed to be subject to that, oh, but I have to, but we can't be for abortion and doing things against religious, you know, our, our, our religious beliefs and, and different things like that. So what do we do? Well, yeah, that's exactly the point. You obey the Lord. You obey the Lord over all. These things will usually line up. You can usually do what you have to do to get the government off of your back and obey the Lord at the same time. I think us Americans right now, we're in the same way. Pay your taxes. Don't go burn the capital down. Don't sit and scream and complain and, and act like the world is over because Biden is president. I mean, the world was going downhill to begin with. There's, there should be nothing surprising to you here. Trump was only a derailment for many of you. Thinking that you're going to put your faith in a man and in your country and your idea of a country and what you thought that you used to have and this this idea that everything was great and you know it you put all of that into to that and it blew up it blew up in your face i am so excited justin peters is doing a a podcast series on all of this on the false prophecies of Trump and, and all of this. So I'm so excited that we will have more people coming out and talking about those things. And this is, it's unfortunate. It's not something that I'm, I want to, uh, you know, say provoking people at, or, or anything like that. Like, like saying hi, you know, like what? No, it's, this is why. This is why you don't put your faith in any sort of earthly king, any sort of man. You give your allegiance to the Lord and to the Lord only in your country, your who you think is, is you know, the right for prayer. Like all of none of that matters in Scripture. This is to get the government off of your back and for you to be able to just live your life. But you have to remember that persecution is something that you're promised. Something that you're guaranteed. So you're, you know, at, at no point should you be so surprised and upset at this, this Biden presidency and the things that are already happening. I mean, literally, he's already reversing anything that has to do See, the thing is, is any any conservative issue when it comes to homosexuality, when it comes to the hot button topics, he's already gone in and completely ripped those apart. But now we've we've got the world so upset and we've got this woke generation so upset against all of these things now. It's not going to come back. You may have a, a few little ups and downs here, and I am very uh, interested now. I've I've seen the 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 new conspiracy theories now that apparently Trump's going to come back out of nowhere uh, and and become president again on March fourth apparently, and 
And apparently he's coming back with a new party and he's already created an office of the former president of the United States, which is fascinating to me to just see what lies ahead in this world. It's it's watching it's like watching Rome burn, uh, which it's you know, I that's why we've titled our podcast before with the Babylon burning. It's you know, it's uh, um, just the idea of it, uh, of course. Uh, Babylon being far from Rome, but the the spirit of Babylon, this idea of being in Babylon, being in exile, anything that's not uh, with the Lord, anywhere that's not home with Him, and uh, it's it's sitting back and and watching this happen. Uh, it's not not that we um, again, not that we do anything. We have instructions of what to do. Love does no wrong. So now is a perfect time to love people. Now is the time that you really want to love people. Because things aren't going your way. You have a great opportunity because you have a lot of angry people. Why don't you just listen to somebody? Maybe you can be. Maybe you can have the opportunity to share Christ with them. And, and share with them who Christ really is. And explain to them that, you know, this 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 past period of time that we all Americans have gone through recently, that this isn't a good representation of who we are and it doesn't as believers. So maybe it's time to, to sit down and, and, and listen to somebody as opposed to being angry and hating them and choosing sides uh, and, and ripping each other down um, because it's, it's not something that we, can continue to do we can't allow uh you know our our morals to be compromised as far as is how we live our lives and how we live our lives towards others and how we even share with others okay none of that is is compromised but you know that doesn't mean that you can't go to somebody and try to find a middle ground go to somebody in their sin that's angry and just like Jesus would have and said, hey, look, let, let me show you something. This is not the way. The way is this way. I know that, you know, you, you've, you've gotten mad because these issues have been made political. So now you want to get offended with sexual immorality or, or right, you, you, with, especially with our homosexual topic or our trans topic or whatever, you know, you, you want to assume that me as a Christian, that I hate you, that I don't understand that there's, you know, these things, that's not the case. The case is that you're doing something that's completely blasphemous to the Lord, but you can have absolute forgiveness for it. It's something that you need to turn from. Um, but it's definitely not something that I can't talk to you and I can't share this with you and share love with you. And I can't, uh, pray for you and ask you if I, if you would allow me to pray for you. Not that not that God would 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 change you, but He would do His will in your life. That He would He would reveal Himself to you, and you 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 know you don't want to force force this on people like that. And this is what Paul's point is in, in getting to. And in, and right now we have a whole opportunity in front of us before the Lord returns because like Paul says I mean our salvation is nearer now than it has been before than ever 
I mean, we can see the warnings of the Lord that, that he warned us in Scripture, things to look at, things to, to pay attention to, mainly the nation of Israel. But, you know, we have society in large to look at. Because what did Jesus say? He says, in the, you know, these things are going to increase. They're going to get worse. Paul echoes this in Timothy and tell, tells us how godlessness is in the last days. And he goes, Timothy, I know these times are going to come. I'm not questioning it. These times are going to come, and it's not only going to be in the world, it's going to be in the church, and it's going to be everywhere, and these false believers, and it's, it's, it's going to be out of hand. Here we sit. I'm not sensational in putting a date on this. I'm, I'm not saying that uh, somebody accused uh, me of saying that, um, you know, the, the end days meant, you know, right now. No, absolutely not. I don't know how long. I don't know how bad humanity can get. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know in, in scripture where it says that. I know that it we are not destined to wrath. So it's it's not going to look like Mad Max style before the Lord comes back. But it, it's it's definitely, I believe, that it is getting close. And I think now is the time to, to love somebody and to get in our word. And, and you know, I think that understanding uh, things like Romans chapter 13 or the whole book of Romans period is something that um, I think we should, we should all take a look at. It's like I said, it's, it's largely misinterpreted. Um, many people want to abuse this chapter. It's very easy to abuse. They think about how easy it is. This is exactly what Hitler used. It is. We know for a fact Oh, that Romans 13, I love that. That's going to work. You can do anything off of this. So you have to be careful. And I think any any pastor or, or teacher that, that tells you that this means that you obey the government no matter what, and you listen to every little thing that they say, and you never question anything, and... And don't have the right to continue on. We don't make a fuss. We don't, like I said, go burn down the Capitol. But we continue on. We say, okay, cool, dude. I'm going to keep on keeping on exactly like Daniel did. Daniel's our perfect example. Daniel, while exiled in Babylon. What, he was asked to what? Eat the king's food that the king was giving him. Yeah, not going to do that. Can I do something else? Okay. Don't pray to your God. Yeah. Not going to do that either. <laughs> Sorry. Going to go ahead and pray. Because that's what I do. He's disobeying the government. Or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they wouldn't bend the knee. Would not bow down and worship. It's the same thing. These are government orders. And if you want to use the same argument, 
you go back to Jeremiah and you read the instructions to Israel in Jeremiah. The instructions were crystal clear. Obey them. They are my servants doing my will. Even while you're in Babylon, you obey them. You listen to everything they tell you and you respect them. But then we have Daniel and his friends. And those, these are just a few different examples. Well, that's disobedience. So you got to understand the point in what Scripture says and what the Lord is saying. It's, it's common sense. It really is. It, it's not hard. But the point of this is we don't go out of our way to yell and scream and mo moan about obeying or disobeying politics. That's pretty much it. There's really not much more argument to be had about it. In summary, largely this chapter is true and we are to obey it. So Biden was sworn in as president. He is our leader now. We respect our leader wherever we have to and wherever it lines up with scripture. And even when it doesn't line up with Scripture, we still respect him. We just don't listen to it. We still respect it. Okay, sure. That's your way. This is my way. Now, that question's gonna that's coming up now. With you know, I think loosely the vaccine question has has started making Christians wonder about that. Well, what what do I do? Well, do whatever the Lord is calling you to do. What you feel. But do not obey the government because you think that that's what the Lord wants you to do if it's something that goes directly against him because that's not the case. He, he doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to do that if you, if you truly feel that you should or for whatever reason you should do this thing. But um, you should never do anything. I mean, you definitely never do anything that goes against God. So, yeah, these, these questions are going to come up. You know, Christians are going to have to, I, I imagine, um, with all these repeals that, of, of all these things that Biden's doing, I imagine that this is going to put some people's jobs in jeopardy to go to say, I can't, I, I can't willingly or, 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 you know, hire this, you know, or, or allow this in my business. I can't, I can't do this. This goes against... Well, unfortunately now it's getting to the point where you're going to get shut down and shut out. So it's either you compromise, which you know that you're not going to do or lose everything. But then don't, don't be surprised because you were never promised to have it easy in this life. You were never promised to have these things. I, I know it doesn't make it any easier, but it, it still doesn't take away from facts. 
So all of these things that we were never guaranteed and promised we can't rely on. So I guess in summary, just, or I guess in closing, I think that we do well to show love, calm down a little bit, and obey our king and be subject to our king who is coming soon. And he is coming. We have to remember his second coming to earth is in judgment for wrath on all of these things. All of these things that you're angry about, that you're seeing in society so plain, you're seeing evil play out in society so much. All these things, this is the fiery judgment that's coming on these things. So think about that as reality and love somebody and try to pull them out of the fire. So until next time, thanks guys.